Courtney, and we're going to jump right into this. All right, everyone, we got Forrest here with us today on Future Family Focus. So I guess just jump into introductions, man. Let everyone know who you are. Okay. Uh, hi, I'm Forrest Courtney. I'm a senior songwriter traveling from Southeast Texas, and I hail from Houston, but live in Beaumont, and I live near the area that the demographic is strong at for a very brief period, and I have fun there. So, hello. Oh, right on. So, you're located, you're lo- where are you located right now? Uh, Beaumont, Texas, right now. Uh, we're on here, quarantine. It's fun. Oh, y'all are one of the first ones, huh? Uh, yeah, I don't think anybody else is. <clears throat> well, so what kind of projects you got going on right now? Man. Uh, right now I'm doing a little bit of home recording. Like I like indie music a lot, so uh, I wanted to make music so independent that I'm just sitting in my room making it. And I bought equipment for it, and uh, I'm a formal education really in it. But I noticed if you take your time and you really, for lack of a better word, uh, fuck with it, uh, you end up getting like a. You, you get a grasp on it. You start putting out stuff you didn't think you were able to do, and you get cool sounds. And uh, I mean, like, first you have to like really like have an idea of what you think about sound and whatnot. A lot of people just think music is music. You know what I mean? Right, right. But it's a, it's a process, dude. And the less heads you have in that game, the better your chances are at winning. Right. You, and I don't mean like success. I mean like personal growth, prosperity. Uh, getting better at your craft by sharpening your tools while working. So, how much of, of let's say, a musician who is 
who's not gone down that journey of self-awareness yet? Does that play into it? Um, I don't believe I have any self-awareness. I just allow myself to go. Gotcha. Well, what made you pursue this career uh, as a musician? Um, man, I think there comes a time where anybody that lets it carry on to their old age, that where you're young. And it's the coolest thing you've ever seen. And you can't explain it. And it looks like magic to you. And, like, I'm not even that good. So I think, like, if, he, if young me could see, like, older me now, he would be like, dang, like, you know what I mean? It shows, it shows perseverance. It's a great way to, like, it's a great way to show, like, progress in yourself and your ability to achieve things without having to set out and actually do that. You're having fun. I, I am, at least. I can't speak for the majority. Right, and that, I mean, really, that's the, the most important thing, as long as you're having fun. Yeah, dude, um, I mean, the mother does the ups and downs in music because I would like to do it professionally. Sometimes I get to do it very professionally, but there are other times where the market just does not, well, not even the market, it's more like uh, the community, the communities and certain communities that are different from each other because, you know, not every group of people is going to be the same. You know, like Beaumont's very art-friendly. You know, it's easy to let be a regular musician around here. Louisiana is super art-friendly, really easy. But, like, you get to places like like Washington or New York and stuff, they're looking for something certain. Like, they, uh, like the whole exposure thing for money and stuff. Like, some people really are own, their only craft is music. They don't, you know what I mean? Right. So, like, there's that, I guess, but uh, that's something I never really had any ambition on and really worked on. Or, like, you know what I mean? That was never the goal. The goal was never to, like, make a bunch of money and... Right, right. So, maybe you're just just a pure heart musician. Uh, I I like what I do. Right on. Um, so, you said you grew up in the Abilene area, right? For a little bit? I lived there for, uh, from 2014 to 2018. Were you involved, involved in any bands um, before now? Uh, I was involved in Forecast, which is a band I started with a guy named Brayden Parnell. He was in that Systematic Paradox band. And we had done stuff up until that. I set my friends on fire teams, and we played with them, and then the band kind of disbanded. Right on. Different different agendas? Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, like, some, some people aren't about that life, and it's not about, like, like thinking they're any type of way about it. It's just different strokes for different things, you know? Nice. I'm just glad well, you mentioned on a, on an earlier conversation you were getting married, so how's that going? It's great. Uh, I really like her. She treats me nice. She, uh... She doesn't yell at me when I do stupid stuff. <laughs> it's great, dude. Some people just uh, have a high tolerance for bullshit, and I am that incarnate. <laughs> right now, does she support your music? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We met your music. She met me at a show. Oh, yeah? Right on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, like, she wasn't, like, weird about it, you know what I mean? Like, where it was, like, vicarious and stuff. Gotcha. So, (laughs) 
Well, so what are you guys' future plans moving forward? Um, and if you have any goals? Well, that's the goal is like to just kind of do, just do it, just do whatever like we want at that very moment. You can't decide on the future because like how many times have we like went to bed thinking, well, if I wake up in the morning and I'm gonna have energy and we're gonna talk and simple shit like that, man. Can't even that can't go right, you know? Right. So just. So, uh, it's not, about, it's not about goals, it's more about aspiration. Gotcha. Um, so, so that's, I've been listening to your music, man, and Telescope really stood out. Um, me and my, my niece was actually listening to it, and, and she immediately thought it was James Blunt. <clears throat> so, I realized you definitely kind of have that James Blunt feel, kind of more of an up-tempo type, though. Um, like, I have a high voice? Just, no, 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 just the uh, the kind of tone that he, he portrays, but your your music is actually more of a, a, a beat. Or, uh, Thank you so much, man. Honestly, like, you gotta forgive me, accepting compliments is the hardest thing. Oh, trust me, I know, man. Uh, like, I wasn't always, like, adept at this at all. Like, I wouldn't even call myself, like, anything more than just familiar with it. Right. Um, and I really appreciate that, man. Uh, actually, the guitar trick is a, a guy named John May, who I play with. Uh, John May, used to, it was in the band Urges with me, but uh, I was recently just in down here with a drummer named Timmy uh, Como. Um, and there was... No, it was Right on. He played, he played the guitar, and uh, his... Chet Stevens from Dallas actually recorded it for us, and we did it in like a day. Right on. I definitely enjoyed that one. She liked it too. Um, but what do you feel is the best song you, you've released so far, and why do you feel that way? Um, honestly, man, I hate everything I do. Uh, <laughs> I really do. I just kind of use it as reminders not to do that again. But uh, I, if I had to say what the best song I really, I'm going to release is, it would probably have to be like, I haven't written it yet. Nice. That's actually a good answer. Well, you can't, you can't think that you like got to the top of something when there's still more steps to climb. Right. So, so on, back to Telescope. Um, how long? How long is not? Oh, that's what it had. That's what it had on the um, on reverb. Yeah, that was a, a thing I just never changed, and I left it on there. It's actually called Groves. Say that again. Groves. Oh, Groves. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, so how long did it take you to write that one? Um, three days. Right on. What is it, I mean, what is it really about? Uh, it's about, like, about the time I was moving around a whole bunch. Like, I never, I'm kind of like, what's the word for somebody that's kind of like, I'm like a transient. I'm always, like, like, telegraphing from place to place to place to place, and it's not out of, like, necessity, but out of habit, and, like, just what I'm doing at the moment. Right. So, and, which is music, I'm always playing music and traveling for it, like, I've slowed down a whole bunch. 
John May, who is, uh, you can catch him on my page as well, but it was in my life. But also, Andrew Holmes, too. I'd love to do a song with Andrew Holmes from Silverman. Uh, I'd like to do a proper collaboration with him. Uh, Trent Rush would be cool. So would uh, the people from Calliope Musicals, the people from Patch and Austin. I think it'd be really cool to do stuff with, um, Man, honestly, I would like to do songs with everyone. Can everyone do songs with me? That would be, that'd be a, a cool little journey. So, I, I mean, Beaumont and Austin, is there a difference in the music there? Oh, yeah. Very much so. Uh, I think, well, we, we need a Japan band. Oh, I did not know that. Uh, we get our fair share of Austin bands. you got to understand that down here, it's a very much a... It's a commercial musician type thing. Like, it's like, oh, you can play Wagon Wheel and, like, 45 other covers? Great. You got a gig here. And it's almost like a residency, but you got to keep on booking. Gotcha. And in Austin, it's very, like, people who see, like, art live. It's very, like, the people from California are ditching, like, Los Angeles to come to Austin. Right. Yeah, I love Austin. I just got out of there. Man, it's it's home to me. That's I, I'm going back soon, but I just love everything about Austin. Now, so, yeah, some of these new Californians coming in, they're 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 trying to change it up a little bit, but I think. Like, 
kind of fostered my ability to talk to people, which it, it still needs work. You know? <laughs> but it's uh, I'm I'm not afraid to talk to people. You know what I mean? Right. No, yeah, I, I definitely went through that 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 phase too because I grew I grew up in a in a rough house and was kind of isolated. So so for me to go out and talk to people, it's always been hard. But the, it, it definitely gets easier. Like you grew up straight? No, I grew up kind of a drug house, kind of locked up. Uh, I, well, man, I don't I don't want to. I mean, unless you. You want to get in on this? I'm not gonna cry, but I understand completely. Yeah, but dude, I'm, I'm glad you pulled yourself out of it, dude. Like, you got you're doing what you love, and like, I mean, you're doing your thing. I'm sure you got loved ones. Uh, you know, right? And that's what that's what it took to get me out of it. Is just pursuing something that that stepping out of my comfort zone. Well, you had some bad examples, so you knew what a good example was. Yep. Right. So, how is your 
how's your uh, your family supported you through all this? Uh, well, my father had uh, about since like uh, a year ago, but I mean, I'm just, I'm just still I'm still grieving that. So like, I miss him, but other than that, they've always been supportive. Honestly, I think didn't think they thought I was going to uh, ever even play the the fucking guitar they got me. One the first guitar I ever got, I was ten, nine, ten. And I'd ask for one, and my mom brings me home this thing. It's called a Hondo. I don't even think they make those anymore. Like, she brings this guitar home, and it has, like, three strings. And uh, I was I was excited, but I didn't know she was about guitar, so I thought you had to plug it into the wall or something. <laughs> and, like, uh, so I'm starting to realize I'm stupid because there's other kids in school that are like, oh, look at this, I can play, like, Crazy Train and stuff. And, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Thinking of those kids who wore like the shirts and they always wore the Iron Maiden shirts, but they didn't really listen to any of them. Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> but like, um, so one uh, in that year, I had this buddy Oliver. I can't. Uh, Ochoa. His name's Oliver Ochoa, and uh, he's. I don't remember where he's from. Laporte. He's from Laporte. Damn, that was very deep. But uh. He uh, let me borrow this guitar, and it wasn't anything special, but it had six strings, and it was tuned, or what I thought was tuned at the time. And I bring it to, and he let me borrow a little amp, and I just, that's all I did for like, and then my parents all, I know, like two years, because I wasn't good at first, I had to keep trying. Right. Like, and the practicing back then was not like practicing now. You had to play, yeah, pick a CD that you like with like parts that you like, stick it in a CD player, put the CD player right next to you, turn your guitar down, you dust it right now, you play along with the CD, and if you messed up, you had to restart the CD. Like, or, or take the lessons. Right. Yeah, and ain't nobody got no money for that. Well, so I actually took lessons. Um, my dad didn't pay for it, but he he traded services so that I could take guitar lessons. Um, and that lasted all of about a week. And I just I, re- I realized I couldn't do it. Like I had n- no patience for it. There's just nothing in my body that can play it. <laughs> my advice you would never put yourself in a situation where you're trying to learn something to somebody who's already learned. Gotcha. Because you, I mean, you were younger then, right? Yeah, I was like 12 years old. Yeah, 12 then, you're going to look at this dude across from me who's trying to show you this thing that he's not good enough to teach people. And you're going to think, well, fuck this, I want to fucking, I want to play some, I want to play crazy train. You know what I mean? Or like, because I saw students before up in like in uh, out, uh, like you know, like freelancing stuff and whatnot. And kids are—it's it's a different type of thing, man. Because the younger kids, you can tell like if they're really excited to like actually learn something, you know? Right. But then again, you'll get like people where you can tell like when their parents just like sucked in something because they thought they'd be interested in it. And a lot of people like music, but it doesn't mean they're gonna like of the time and the effort and the willpower to try to make it. And I'm not saying it's like, for instance, I believe everyone can sing. A lot of people think that, like, oh, uh, I don't have a voice, so I can't sing. No, you just train that shit, man. Yeah. You can tune anything. You can tune anything. Your mind, your, your car, your uh, tattoo gun. You can tune anything, dude. It's all, it's all, it's all about uh, balancing 
the variables and the values of the situation. Well, I know if I drink enough, I can sing Frank Sinatra pretty good. That is, that's probably mostly very true. <laughs> How much do you have to do to get that? Oh, uh, I'm a lightweight, so about three or four beers. What? How much do you weigh? Uh, about 140. Okay, you're about my weight. Yeah. Well, I used to drink like a fish when I got out of the military back from overseas, and then I, I, that got me in a lot of trouble, so I had to quit. And then I never uh, kind of went back to it. That's actually what I did mostly in Abilene. Yeah. It's like, uh, I don't know, man. Have you ever go to places where, like, the only thing to do there when you're not doing, like, business or something is to drink? Yeah, that's how I went. when I first got to Austin. That's how it how it turned out being. So available, man. Yeah. Like in a almost like culture pressures you into doing. <laughs> yeah. So that's me looking stupid. I got a lot of work there. And since I'm too much fun. Right. Well, so if you had one message to give out your fans, what would it be?
I come from a really hard place, man. Like, Southeast Texas, everybody is, a, like, uh, an archetype of human being. Because there's no surprises, and they're all, like, equally, like, sophisticated in the sense that they're hard to deal with. Right. Um, that being said, like, uh, I'm not one to judge. I'm super hard to deal with, but it's a different culture, man. You've got an Abilene that's, like, not, not even the same place as down here. And it's just a, what is it, 12 hours? Yeah, it's about 12 hours, right? Yeah. So, back to the, the doing things without without an agent. Do you think it's harder now it, it, um, with the marketing and stuff like that? Absolutely not. I can tell you the exact process you would need to do uh, conduct in order to be your own agent. But you're going to need to do an external press kit, which is basically what people would call one page or one sheet. Uh-huh. And... Uh, have music available, put it on every platform, because some people are going to be like, well, I don't have SoundCloud, or I only listen to Spotify. But right now, I'm dealing with putting my stuff on Spotify, I, I couldn't be fucked with it. But like, uh, put, having videos, you got to have videos of you at multiple shows, pictures of you and flyers at multiple shows. So it's a lot of groundwork. Once you get that EPK up, it's called an EPK. Uh, you can get it done on a website, make yourself a, a, your own website, and then have a Facebook page, and then put it all together on a collaborative site. And use it third-party sites and put meshes them together to create a press kit. What you do is you take that press kit, and then you, uh, you send it to promoters. You can ask any venue, hey, who's, who's booking? And when you owe it to this guy at... Da, 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 at yahoo.com or at gmail.com. You send them a friendly message, say, hello, I'm trying to look at your establishment. I think I would fit in well here, whatever, what have you. And then you send them your press kit and say, tell me what you think and get back to me when you can. Thank you for your time. Right on. That's, that's it. And then if they want to book you, then you talk brass tacks. But until then, if you don't even say shit about money, don't even think about money, and all that big, the big plus would be like, have your own PA system, like, period. Like, the gear you use uh, represents the type of musician you are. It really does. I hate to say that, but, like, you put the time and effort into loving your craft enough and for us to have, like, Gucci and uh, Louis Vuitton. You know? Yeah. That's good advice, man. Well, dude, I played on some shitty stuff, and I grew up poor, so I'm like... <laughs> Just now to the point where it's like, uh, I have really great things that I play on that live on my instruments and stuff, so, uh, my advice, and I'm the best I've ever been, I like, I'd like to think, and, uh, I'm only gonna get better, I'm never gonna stop achieving and growing and whatnot, and that, it's really what you're using to achieve that on, you know? So, like, find, find your brands, number one. Number two, find the way that you play, your technique, your, the way you, you feel in your hands, if you're playing guitar, if you're singing, find your comfortability and learn the science of singing. Gotcha. So that's, that's going to lead right into my next question. So a 12-year-old who's got a passion for country music, loves to play the guitar, has a great voice, what would your advice be? My advice would be to do whatever you want to do, man, and uh, to bring back country after Texas. There you go. Because, like, there's nothing, 
when I was young, dude, I used to, like, if you told anybody you were, like, starting a band or you sang or anything, you got called names. And, like, or, like, people told you you couldn't do something or, you know? Right. So my advice to him in specific would be, like, one, awesome, excellent, no kids play instruments anymore. It's that you're a product of the dying breed, so be very, very proud of yourself. Two, you're only as good as your weakest link. Be careful about who is around you. And three, my uh, my third thing would be uh, is don't be afraid to step into fire, man. You gotta anything that can happen will happen in live music. That's like when people freak out about lineup changes and stuff when I'm like running a gig or something. Like I, it, it kind of blows my mind, especially if they're seasoned, because every everything's chaotic. Everything is subject to change unless you're like ten fucking brawl or something. You know? Yeah. Well, other than that, man, I think you need to keep on keeping on. He's only going to get better, and he's only going to do more things. And if he is he an ambitious kid? Yeah, she is. Oh, she is. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Just keep true to herself. She doesn't need to do anything that other people tell her to do, as long as she is doing it genuine. I think it was Tom Waits who said you could make people cry if you played a spoon if you did it with enough conviction. <laughs> That's good. So, yeah, just have conviction. And, like, by that, I mean, like, full confidence in yourself. You got to You have to have full, uh, you got to put your hands on the wheel, dude. She's just going to drive forever. Right. Yeah, confidence is a, is a big thing. Well, so is overconfidence, man, because there's a t- time when I was, like, young and, like, just like doing dumb stuff because I was confident in myself, but like not having enough confidence to understand that there are consequences for my actions. Right, right. And uh, so, like, it's more about having having vision, not even vision, but like just clarity. You want clarity, and even if that means that things aren't clear at that point in time, like not to be so like vague about it, but. Clarity is like that place you find in yourself that you're truly meditating. Like, you see all those people that cross their legs and they go, trying to meditate. That's, that's not meditation for me, man. Right. Like, I don't feel good and I don't release anything doing that. Uh, music, however, I, I lose myself. Like, when I'm performing, I'm a different, an entirely different person. Like, uh... Physically, mentally, like, I don't even look the same when I'm playing. Like, you know, and when I get off stage, I'm just going to go back to being a dude. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, you gotta, you gotta be true to yourself is basically what it is, man. Like, if I didn't deny myself so much in my life, I'd probably be a lot That's good advice, man. So. You're good. It's not even your good. It's your inner self like I always thought about this thing man like you ever noticed since you were young the voice inside your head has always been the same it's always been an adult yeah I can go deep on this man yeah so can I really and what I'm trying to say is that's like your higher self man if you had guardian angel wouldn't it be who would want to like take care of you the most wouldn't it be all you'll ever become looking over itself in the past yep yeah I don't know. Some people are hip to it. Some people aren't. Some people think I'm treating the whole <laughs> No, I, I mean, I learned that voice inside. If you don't follow it or learn to listen to it first, 
um, you'll definitely end up on a dark road. Sometimes uh, there's not necessary for you. Like, the world is really replaced now because we wouldn't have so much good if it wasn't for so much evil. Right. Like, I need, I'm as genuine of a person as I am now because I've been that disingenuous, you know? Like, I've, you know, just not getting into it, but, like, I've been rough around the edges. Right. Uh, nothing, like, crazy malicious or anything, just carelessness. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and I had to understand, like, there are people in the world that aren't me, and they all have perspectives that are mine. Exactly. But you can't let that get in the way of yours. Well, no, I don't. I was letting it get in the way of everyone else. Like, I was being, I was being a dick, man. Like, without even being mean to anybody. Like, you're a dick if you just kind of... And, you know, like, I learned the hard way that you can't even, like, stay quiet at the show. Even if it scares the shit out of you, walk up to people and say hi and introduce yourself. Even if you sound like a dork or whatever, whatever they want to call you. Right. All they're going to remember is, yeah, you sound weird, but you came up and talked to me and they did a good job. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I definitely coach that one. Yeah, dude, so you can't, it's not too, but dude, you can't, like... I don't know, man. You can't you can't win or lose if you don't do anything. Exactly. Or you can lose, I guess, if you don't do anything. But you know. Well, it, it, it just depends on how you look at it. Those idle hands do the devil's work. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people with idle hands right now. Uh, no, that's where you got the internet. <laughs> Speaking of internet, go ahead and plug your links in so people can find you. Ooh, I made it super easy for everybody. So literally, every website that you can find music on, except Spotify, give me a week, uh, just T-X-F-O-R-R-E-S-T, the backslash T-X-Forest, for everything. It's Reverb Nation, SoundCloud, that is Facebook, that is Bandcamp, that is, uh, I think I'm on, what I should call uh, everything. Whatever I, I'm not naming right now, I'm on it. So, TX Forest. Yep. And they'll find you. And if you enjoyed uh, the podcast today, I encourage you to keep listening it, uh, to it because, uh, I, I mean, I kind of stumbled upon you by accident, but, man, you've been totally professional to me. It's great. You're very, very, very educational. And not just in a, like, um, uh, patronizing type way or giving you bone smoke up your ass or whatever. Right. Like, you legit have good content, so I would encourage that. And uh, I think just check out my Facebook page the most. That's where the streams happen and whatnot. And uh, it's just actual music. I play just originals all the time, unless I'm doing a little special something for the time being. And then I'll start posting dates once we start getting them again. Right on. And to make it easier for everyone, I'll, I'll post the links in the description. So, thank you. All right, I appreciate having you on tonight, Forrest Bud. Yeah, man, I'd love to talk to you some uh, some more, man, just privately. You seem like an interesting dude, and uh, I, I really value the opportunity. For sure, brother. All right, man, we'll take it easy. All right, later. All right, what a great interview. We're gonna play one more track from Forrest Courtney before we leave, and remember to always hit that support button. We'll see you next time.